Hello and welcome to Point Streak, a podcast where we talk everything gaming and the issues that concern gamers. We're all members and contributors at Enthusiacs.com, and thank you for joining us once again. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, at Enthusiacs, uh, and all our video content, our Let's Plays, etc., uh, reside on YouTube on channel Enthusiacs. Uh, my name is Jeff or Baron Fang, your usual host, and today I am joined by Chris. Hello. Uh, Jennifer. Hello. Uh, Goose. Happy to be here. And back in the ring again, we have the Black Dragon, Vernon. How are you, Vernon? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Um, and like we do up the, the top of uh, every podcast, uh, let's cover what everyone's been playing. How about you, Chris? Mm, that's the big question, isn't it? I've yes. been playing everything. <laughs> and for the first time, I, I won't just be able to say League of Legends. I'll leave it that, I've been on <laughs> so let's see. Uh, Warframe. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online, the God of War trilogy. Cool. Those are the major ones. We'll leave it there. Huh. Hmm. Uh, in the interest of time, perhaps. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jen. I have been playing a lot of Warframe daily for hours. And I've also been going through Fallout New Vegas again because I just, I'm dying for Fallout. So I, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> <laughs> Until November. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, at the risk of dating the podcast. Mm. Um, how about you, Goose? I've been playing, basically, I've just been in um, Fallout New Vegas for most of the last two weeks. Hmm. Uh, and Vernon, uh, have you had any time to game at all up until the last couple of days? Um, ugh, that's, uh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, as, of, as of recording this, uh, I got married like two weeks ago, so Yay. it's been like... It's been a bit busy. It's been super busy. Um, but uh, actually, since I got back from the honeymoon, I've been playing a lot of Warframe. Wow. All right. Well, to uh, further the theme, I've been playing a lot of Warframe. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, we're going to have to do a Warframe broadcast at some point. We really uh, have just to. Get it out of our system. Yeah. Um, well, uh, let's get to the uh, topic at hand. And I cannot believe we haven't done this earlier. I know that, I know that Vernon, I know Vernon, you must have brought this topic up at one point and I just forgot to write it down or something. But, uh, recently, uh, shit has hit the fan again and it was just inevitable that we were going to talk about it. We're going to talk about pre-orders because, uh, everybody else is and, uh, <laughs> we, Why not? Know, we, we're late, we're late to the party perhaps, but, uh, we, we, I knew that, uh, there's be some strong opinions here. Um, I might just uh, I might just right up the top just ask everybody. Uh, we'll start with you, Chris. What was the last game that you pre-ordered, and uh, just what was it a satisfying experience? Uh, <laughs> Before yeah. I uh, just we're gonna have to edit this out, but you're still cutting out for me. So like, oh, am I? chunks of what we're yeah. I, I was actually just typing it. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, That's all right. Weird. We can edit. Um, yeah. Sorry. What? Uh, what was the last pre-order you you uh, you pre-ordered, Chris? And uh, was it uh, a positive experience? I'm gonna have to reach back into ancient history. <laughs> um, I believe it was. Uh, I believe it was StarCraft II: Heart of the Swarm. So we're going back over two years, two and a half wow. years almost. Okay. Wow. Um, and as to whether it was a positive experience, yes and no. Uh, because I pre-ordered it, I went to a midnight launch at GameStop, and I got this really cool. Uh, I got a poster, and I got one of the shelving displays. It's it's a cube, and it has Kerrigan's face on it and the StarCraft II logo. So so that was nice. But as for the game itself, because um, Blizzard is located in California, the game itself didn't launch until 
midnight Pacific time. Oh. So I had a physical disc copy of a game that I couldn't play for three hours. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and chalk that up to a negative experience. <laughs> uh, how about you, Jen? I, I honestly can't remember, and I'm, I'm trying to think. Surely there was one after Mass Effect 3, but when I go back with all the games I've bought since then, I, I don't think I pre-ordered any of them, so I think it was the collector's edition of Mass Effect 3. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh, wait, I lied. It was Batman. It was Arkham Knight. That didn't turn out well either. <laughs> and that was on PC, no less. Yes, it was. Oh, wow. Where it was a big old mess. Uh, how about you, Goose? Uh, last thing that I pre-ordered was um, Dragon Age 2 when it came oh, out. Oh, and, and, and I'll go, and I'll go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, that did not <laughs> oh, for anyone, actually. In fact, that was the game that made me decide I was done with pre-ordering. <laughs> Understandable. Wow. Uh, and Vernon, dare I ask? Batman Arkham Knight. Uh, before mm-hmm. that, it was the collector's edition of, Ma- of Mass Effect 3. Both did not go well. <laughs> um, but, uh, sorry, what? and you, that was PC as well for you and Arkham, right? Arkham Knight, yes, yeah. it was PC as well. In fact, that was right after you got your new PC, wasn't it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, like, wow. Shit, I can't play this. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, for me, uh, it was also... Um, no, it was also Mass Effect 3, uh, Collector's Edition. Um, so, yeah, what, three-plus three, three plus years ago, I guess? Uh, yeah. A little over three-plus. So, uh, And no, not a positive experience. Robot Dog uh, did not uh, <laughs> did not really come through. I, I won't say it was that 100% thing was bad. Yeah, I won't say it was 100% bad because I did get the soundtrack out of the deal, and that's a great soundtrack. Love it. You know, probably the only thing about the game that is flawless as far as I'm concerned. But... You could have got that elsewhere, so yeah. Uh, now hang on, you didn't enjoy the leather jacket. <laughs> actually, I did. He looked badass. Yeah, I actually, actually, wasn't it the hoodie that was? The oh, it was the, oh, right. It was the it was the hoodie. I'm yeah, sorry. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I did like that. I like the fact that uh, he was just like cash, cash the whole game. <laughs> like you know, whatevs. He's meeting with admirals in his hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> He's the commander, whatevs. I did like that aspect of it. Um, So I guess uh, we've all had some mixed uh, (laughs) history. Um, Well, this this is going to be – we've got a fairly big group, and I know we've got some strong opinions, so we don't need a a huge amount of structure. So a lot of these questions are going to be kind of repeating themselves, but I kind of want to get everyone's sort of stance on the subject. Uh, uh, And and, uh, I'll start with with Chris. what, what is it? Is it something that you'll still consider to do, or is it a only if necessary? Where do you stand on pre-orders? Pre-orders are a magical thing of the past. <laughs> so there, there was a time. This pretty much is going to summarize my entire opinion of pre-orders. But there was a time when there were limited physical, uh, limited quantities of physical copies of games, and yeah. so you had to pre-order them, or else the store might run out. And that's just not the case anymore. There is no yeah. game that will ever be made ever again that will have limited quantities where you need to pre-order it. Mm-hmm. So it's a fossil, and uh, it's not only a fossil now, it's a fossil that has become turned into fossil fuels that are being exploited by the big evil big oil companies that are game publishers to siphon money out of people, mm. the poor suckers. Yeah. So that's how I feel about pre-orders. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Jen? Is it uh, 
what when <laughs> would you still do it? Uh, would you consider it in future? Uh, I'm laughing because I have the the Pit Boy Fallout Four edition pre ordered. <laughs> <laughs> As we say. Um, the thing is. Like I said, my last one, I believe, was Mass Effect 3. Maybe there was one mixed in there, but I I felt like I got really stung on that one. So, like you guys, I, I really hold off now, and I really don't want to pre-order games. The only time I'm probably ever going to again is when it's a situation like this. Fallout is possibly my favorite game series ever. The last two I really loved... Um, obviously I like three more than New Vegas, but this is, I feel like this one's kind of going to be going back to what was great about three. Mm -hmm. I have no reason yet to worry, okay, I pre-ordered it. Am I going to get burned? Is it going to suck? Is it going to this, that? So, I mean, I'll make exceptions when I really, really want a collector's edition, which will disappear. I mean, people are already pissed off. They can't order them now. So yes, maybe I'm a little bit of a sucker, but I want that Pip Boy, so I'm gonna pre-order it. But for the most part, I don't want to do that much anymore. Only when I really, really, really want something will I do it. Now I'm a lot more selective than I used to be. Yeah. Um, so you'll make you selective, but you'll make exceptions. In other words. Oh yeah. I mean, if a company's never done me wrong yet, then I'm gonna stick by them and pre-order just like I would have before Mass Effect Three. Yeah. How about you, Goose? Uh, have you got a strong stance one way or the other on the subject? See, pre-ordering, like Chris said, back in the day you pre-ordered because there was a limited number of copies. Nowadays, the only way you would get a pre-order is if they have something that you can't get otherwise. For example, with Fallout yeah. 4, you have the Pit-Boy. Yeah. People who are big fans, you got to have the Pit-Boy. Mm-hmm. With Arkham Knight, it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was... I believe it was a figurine from the game, maybe? Wasn't it a I can't honestly remember which one it was. It was, a it was something that the most yeah, expensive one get. was the yeah. was the Batmobile and then they cancelled it uh, last wow. minute. And gave you the, the, the one the one that was like underneath it or something like that. Yeah. Right. But yeah, nowadays the game itself, I guess they don't think it's enough to want the pre order, so they gotta put something extra into it. To me that would be the only way that I would pre order is if they had something I couldn't get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But otherwise nah. Uh, Vernon, how about you? Is it uh, something you'd ever consider doing again, or are, are you? It is a mixed damn bag. <laughs> because on the one hand, yes, like Chris was saying, pre-ordering is outdated and pretty much useless, in my opinion. How useless? Well, di- digital media has emerged in a big way, and downloading your game directly to your console of choice is an option a lot of people are taking. So it's you know, you're not going to run out of a copy of a game or something like that. If you want to, if you want the new Call of Duty and the people behind the counter are telling you that you can't because you didn't pre-order it, which is what we were encouraged to do when I worked at GameStop, um, you, you know, you can go to another store or just buy it on your console and that's it. You, you will be able to get the game when it comes out. You know, it, yeah. you're, they're not going to run out. So long answer short, I'm I'm having a hard time here because like Jen, because <laughs> like Jen, okay. you know, there's the ones where it's like you know you know it's going to be sold out. You really want it, um, and where you know everyone else wants it, and you know it's going to be sold out. So it's like you know, what if there's something like that in the future? But ultimately, you no, know, I don't find myself raring to pre-order anything anymore. Yeah. I, I'm kind of the same. Uh, I, I was stung rather badly by that uh, Mass Effect pre-order, and uh, 
I I would have to be very convinced uh, that the series was going to con- whatever series it was was going to continue it to the same standard. Um, I don't know about you guys, but a new IP, no way. In this day and age, I, I, I don't I don't care who is involved in it, whether it was God Himself that was developing the game. <laughs> I'd, I'd still I'd still be extremely hesitant to put up money for a, an IP that wasn't uh, tested and. Um, yeah. I've I've been burned enough times that uh, and you know the, the incentive is gone that there's no scarcity anymore the the trinkets are you know the trinkets are only going to matter in the case of a series that you actually have a connection to for example I I don't want to call the pit boy a trinket but it's the sort of thing that is only going to matter to somebody you know three four games into a series um, I don't see why a new IP would be attractive to anyone regardless of how many. A pre-order for a new IP would be attractive for anyone. What sort of baubles are they going to put in it that are actually going to make sense? Um, I take it you guys have all uh, heard at least some level of detail about the uh, recent incident that sort of started fanning the flames of the subject again, this Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, augment your pre-order crap. <laughs> have we all seen this? I- I've, got yes. a, I've got a GIF in front of me more or less summarizing these tiers. Um, tier 1 seems to be different types of skins. Tier 2 seems to be a choice between a digital art book. Digital art book and uh, the soundtrack. Uh, Tier 3 is an extra in-game mission. Tier 4 is a comic book and possibly a novelization. Is that right? Uh, And then uh, the infamous Tier 5 is uh, four-day early release, which is just one of the most cynical (laughs) things I've ever seen. Oh, um, hang on. If enough people if enough pre-order, people everyone gets the game. Everyone gets one piece of if one piece from each tier as yeah. well as, you know, the the game 4 days yeah. early. Yeah. So basically this is one of these, you know, encourage everybody you know because th- that's how the tiers go up is the number of like global pre-orders or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, pretty shameless. Uh, so, I've 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 heard it mentioned by more than a few people that have written on this subject that this sort of package in the past would have been the whole package, <laughs> and, yeah. and it wouldn't have been parceled up like this. So this seems pretty cynical. And that early release thing is, I think that's just another way of saying I've heard it said before. Uh, a lot of people better order this, or it's coming out four days late. <laughs> so what I'm confused about is if not enough people pre-order. And they don't meet this tier, mm. then everyone that did pre-order doesn't get an item from each tier. What, right. Are they like just when SOL? I don't get it. When you pre-order, you get to choose from the tier that it's on at that point. Um, okay. From my under, from my understanding, um, even if you, I'm assuming that even if you don't, even if the you know the the pre-order quota isn't met, um, you know you still get that particular DLC. You just get you just won't get DLC from each tier and the game won't come out four days early god forbid yeah. um so that that's what that's what i'm assuming it is i you know <laughs> if you you know will they give people their their money back who pre-ordered it if not enough people pre-order i i, I don't know but <laughs> i thought I mean, red dead redemption those. was bad <laughs> because they had a separate pre-order at every store and it was like okay do you want golden guns do you want a really fast horse do you want an outfit that helps you shoot better i thought that was annoying because then of course it's uh, all yeah. available day, day one dlc the ones you didn't get in your pre-order that right. was really frustrating this is like a whole another level of what are you guys doing hmm. I think even putting aside the the four day early release, like that's kind of I, I don't even see that as being a big concern either way. Like the game's coming out, whether it's four days early or four days late, 
but the fact that they're holding an extra story mission hostage for people to yeah. pre-order. Yes! You can't have this game content unless you pre-order. What is that? Yeah. That's so... Oh. Yeah. And you know it's there. They, it wouldn't be available. So it's made, and they're going to hold it behind their backs. Like, <laughs> I just... I can't. Pretty much. Yeah, see, I mean, that's the side of pre-orders that I personally just really rubs me the wrong way. When there's content in the game that has been literally ripped out for the purpose of saying... If you want to get the whole game, you better pre-order it. Yeah, that's, well, what, just, that's what just really pisses me off. Yeah, and that's the thing is that they'll, you know, in defense of that, they'll basically say that you know we we didn't cut it from the game. We just we finished the main game and we decided to work on the DLC separately. This is a this is another art team that's working on this particular DLC. Yeah, However, right. you have to plan this stuff in advance to be to be able to pull this off. Yeah, you know that 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 defense right there is what made. <laughs> the From Ashes DLC pack for Mass Effect 3, so... Oh, yeah. God, it was frustrating. Yeah. Um, and for for those of you who don't know, the uh, there was a DLC pack that actually was quite important to the story um, that you could get it for free if you pre-ordered the Collector's Edition, which um, you know a few of us here have, yes. um, or did when the game was coming out. So you, we got that for free, but for everybody else you know who didn't pre-order the Collector's Edition, it was 10 bucks. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that was a pretty ballsy move, and people still did it, and they were very happy and, and successful. I think, uh, who was the CEO of, uh, of EA at the time? John Riccatello, who was, like, bragging about the, the sales numbers and the comparisons and stuff like that. Oh. People did it, so <laughs> I call that a success. It's like the guy from Dragon Age 2, that fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, uh, you hear, though, that if you if you pre-order your tickets for uh, the Force Awakens, you get to watch the deleted scenes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's coming! You know, you know it's coming. Um, I mean, can I put a question to the group? Have you guys uh, that that from Ashes one would have been very top of the list for me previously? Have you ever seen a pre-order gimmick worse than this, more cynical than this previously, or is this does this take the cake? Personally, <sighs> this to me. I've I've seen pre-orders that I've considered bad before, but this the the more pre-orders we get, the more stuff we might try to throw at you. That's just it reeks of desperation That's to low. me. Yeah, yeah, and I agree. And admittedly, I've had my own issues with Square over the years. I'll admit, but this just takes the cake to me as being the most desperate ploy I have ever seen. Do you think it could backfire? Like, do you do you think there's a possibility? I'll I'll start with you, Chris, uh, as as someone who's uh, considered it in the past and is now more or less sworn off it. Do you think that this could li- could literally result in fewer pre-orders for this game just out of a you know a just just a negative reaction to it, people refusing to pre-order on, on this sort of basis? Uh, would a would a, uh, a a protest vote is that something that could happen with this sort of thing? Probably not. And to answer your previous question, because uh, I, I didn't uh, about it being the most cynical. Oh yeah. Um. It no no. It's the most honest. Finally, for once, we've got <laughs> we have people legitimately analyzing the pre-order process. Yeah. With like with a critical eye when they should have been doing this all along because this is no different than any other pre-order. Yeah. It's like all oh, exclusive mission, uh, soundtrack, art book, and these are all the stock pre-order gifts. But now people are finally maybe starting to have a shred of realization about the fact that this is kind of a ridiculous process, that you're locking things behind pre-orders. Because 
exclusive story, exclusive missions, they've always been up for pre-order. Or you get this content first. Or you get the Battle of Jakku first if you pre-order. <laughs> like all this, all this nonsense. So it's not so much that it's the most cynical because it's the exact same pre-order structure. It's just that they have framed it in such a way that they're finally being honest about how skeezy the practice is and people are realizing it. So they're doing but, everybody a favor. <laughs> if that's what you want to call it. Yeah, but the question is, are people going to take the favor? And my my cynical answer, counter to the cynical pre-order structure, is no, unfortunately, because mm-hmm. I think the gaming uh, community as a whole is like a giant sucker. Like People just, they just eat this stuff up. Yes. Well, for once, though... Uh... There's going to be enough people that have potentially pre-ordered that they're they're going to have to go public about what tier was hit, right? So that's true. On some level, this is going to be. I mean, they don't have any obligation to. Yeah, but people people that actually did pre-order are going to find out what level of stuff they got, right? I mean, unless you're suggesting they just lie, Vernon, in order to show, oh yeah, we got enough. It's coming out. I don't see why they. I don't see why they would have to be honest about it. I mean, yeah, this. Yeah, they'll 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 make the announcement of you know how many tiers and stuff like that, but they don't have to you know release anything early or you know do anything that they said they were going to do. I mean, that's yeah. that's that's the whole point. It's to get your money in advance. I mean, after that, they don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, excuse my French there. But uh, yeah, it, it's it, – and I do agree with uh, with Chris on it. It's, it's a little bit more honest. And I think uh, Call of Duty actually did this for Advanced Warfare. DLC weapons and, and maps and then play the game 24 hours early if you pre-order. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. When I, <laughs> yeah, you're I right. I push that to customers and stuff like that. So that's a, that's a more recent one that I remember. Yeah. Wow. Um, is, there, is, is there a way that they could do things differently? Uh, I mean, I, I, think, I think something that you hear about, um, about pre-orders these days quite often, and Vernon in particular, I know you've made this point, is that the the num the benefit for the customer if you look at it in in plain black and white terms it's not really there anymore there there's no you know there's no scarcity any longer you know all the only people that are really benefit for, benefiting from this are the retailers and the publishers who are getting your money up front which is great that's what that's what they'd prefer is yep. to get as many pre-sales as possible um are there ways that is there something that could be done with the pre-order system to actually add value back into it in a real way and not, and not in a fake way, you know, cause I, I, I think as Chris pointed out, you know, that it is, it is a skeevy process and, uh, and, and, and this is just kind of laying it bare, <laughs> but is, is there, is there a way to go the other direction with that in which it could actually be a win-win like, and Chris, you might be able to help me with this. I, I might be crazy here, but have, I think I've seen on steam pre-orders, Digital pre-orders, mind you, yeah. where the game has actually been slightly discounted. Yep, like, they usually give about a mm-hmm. five or ten percent or 10% something like that. Discount. Yep. Yeah. Like why? Yeah, I've seen that too. Yeah. Why can't there be more of that? Like Ver- Vernon, you've you've written, talked about this before. Is like, wouldn't that be a better way to engender people's you know loyalty up front or whatever? Is to actually give real incentive beyond just you know a bag of tricks. It would, and let me let me let me draw on oh, some uh, some sales experience here, because that that adds value to the game. So you're lowering the price mm. of the game up front, and you just automatically get more value out of the game. And as cool as I gotta admit, the Pip Boy is pretty cool, mm. but mm. the problem with the you know limited edition trinkets, you know, trink again trinket. I don't know if that's a fair thing to call the Pip Boy. It's fine. It is pretty. <laughs> yeah, it works. <laughs> yeah. 
And if as I were far a as a gimmick, Fallout, it's a pretty, I, pretty good, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> I probably would have been all over that if I were into Fallout. But if you really get right down to it, that doesn't add any value to the game itself. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a cool collectible item, it's but it does nothing to enhance the game. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's where we're running into the issue. Like, even in the old days with limited physical copies, the way you enhanced value was by ensuring that yes, you were actually going to get the game the day it came out. That was the right? value, and that's not a concern anymore. Yeah. So one of the few ways to retain that uh, that value is to just lower the price up front like what steam is doing yeah yeah uh Ver- vernon is there's i mean i i know you've done you've talked about this at length is there is there something else they could do to actually put real incentive real value in, into the pre-order system uh rather than this sort of you know three card monty that they're playing at the moment <laughs> actually I, you know i'm going to agree with chris here because that's a that's something that i there was a there's a youtuber uh drift or with uh, the the o being a zero um he he had a good point about pre-orders and stuff like that in terms of you know having real incentives and one of the ideas that he had was that was that just that uh, what steam does where if you pre-order you get a certain percentage off however the sooner you pre-order the more you get off like 30 percent 40 percent right maybe ne- maybe never over 50 but if the pre-order system evolved into something like that where as soon as the game is announced, if you pre-order it right then and there, it's only thirty dollars. I'm sorry, uh, you know, thirty-five or, or forty or something like that. Yeah. And then the the pre-order price of it goes up as you know, and and then after a certain point, you know, as time goes on, if you've passed that point, you know, it's full price for you. Yeah. Uh, but it's you know, it, it would be something because they're ultimately they're looking to get a return on their investment as soon as possible, yeah. so that they can move on to the next thing. So. Well, I mean, why not? I think I feel like that would be. I feel like more people would pre-order and pay off in full yeah. sooner, and I think that would work a little yeah. bit better. I think just to play brilliant. Yeah. Just to play devil's advocate there. At what point, though, does that essentially become Kickstarter, where you're paying, <laughs> you know, you're you're really paying far enough in advance that you're essentially funding the project for a reduced rate? We're already doing that now, like you said. Yeah. Steam oh, you're, doing we are. that. And early access um, on Steam. Early access, uh, you know the the dis- the discount that you get for for pre-ordering some you know select games and stuff like that. I mean, you know, c- cdkeys.com. I-, I bought Batman Arkham Knight for thirty six bucks, and that includes the the season pass. We're already doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it's it's not like it's not like they're 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 losing anything by that. The company still gets a cut. It's just. You know, it's just, a, you know, being more upfront about it and, you know, doing it in a, I guess, better way. Um, but, but yeah, I, th- I think we're already there. It's just a matter of making it more appealing to us. Yeah. yeah I've often thought, oh, maybe they could do something like, you know, give two for one on the first couple of DLCs or something. Because uh, I think a lot of these companies, they make, they, they make the majority of their profit on the DLC. You know, they, well, they want to get you hooked yeah. and they want you around for the long term. Why not? And it's something you can't return. Don't yeah. some collector's editions come with a season pass? I feel like I've gotten that at least once or twice. Some do. Mm. Um, some was have. Mass Effect 3? No, no. No, no. it was separate. What was it? I had, I had to buy that separately. Um, but, and remember. again, going back to GameStop, that was the thing that they really wanted to 
push to people and what they encouraged us to do was to if you you know if you get people to buy the the game along with the season pass that you know that encourages them to you know continue to pay attention to the game and stuff like that at least for the next year because they think our attention spans are that of well goldfish um and <laughs> then you you know you've got that you know if you get people to pre-order and stuff like that but those who don't pre-order um withhold the game for at least 48 hours after the game's release so that way yeah. you know it'll make them feel bad and encourage them to pre-order something in the future. Yeah, yeah, so, to teach them a lesson. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And we we have plenty of copies. There, you know, the, the, and this goes to show that you know you can pretty much just like just go and hey, can I get that? No, fine, peace. I'm going somewhere else because ultimately it does it doesn't matter. You know, it, I, oh, I didn't pre-order it. Well, okay, then you're just not going to get my money. Like I know you have copies back there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I wonder, uh, like Goose Jennifer, is there is there something for, for you two? And you you should probably show more willingness than the rest of us to go back. <laughs> is there is there something uh, beyond the, um, the the collectibles? I, I, collectibles is a better word than trinkets. Is there something beyond? <laughs> is there Fine, some, we'll go with collectibles. Yeah, we'll is, go with collectibles. Is there something beyond the collectibles um, that because those to me those really only come into play for a series that's established. I think that's that that's fair to say. Is there something yeah, beyond like, the collectibles that would kind of encourage you to jump in early where you would otherwise in this current climate be hesitant to beyond like it, it, would it would a discount do it or it, it some? I, I think the only thing that would make me want to jump into it earlier would be a discount now but as far as what you were asking earlier what we think could be done to make the whole pre-order system a little bit better Mm -hmm. i am all for collectibles because i'm a collector nerd Mm -hmm. if i really really love something i have a harry potter wand i have a jason mask i have all this crap because i love that stuff so when it comes to a series like Fallout. It's a pit boy. Even if this game sucks, I'm still going to adore the Fallout series. I'm going to be pissed off. Don't get me wrong. But at least it's still a pit boy that I want to put up on my fireplace mantle because I love it. Now, so I'm all for collect- collectibles coming with a collector's edition, you know, for a game. Mm-hmm. What drives me nuts is here's three, four, five, seventeen different retailers they all have different pre-order bonuses so right there you know that they have all these parts to the game that are separated off yeah and you have to pick one and you're gonna have to pay for the dlc to get all the rest like just it drives me nuts i'm i'm not even against dlc but wait until the game's out for a while and then be like okay you know here's a whole new side world of and new missions and all this stuff okay i can buy that because it's like an expansion mm. pack but right. when it's like i said earlier red dead redemption do you want gold guns do you want a fast horse do you want this that just drives me nuts and i really wish they would stop doing that but it appears it's getting even worse here's a mic- and with dlc there really seems to be two schools of thought when it comes to the way games handle it there's the way jen just described where there's one piece at each retailer which yeah. is never going to be a good thing. It's always going to piss people off. But the thing that irks me the most, put it into one pack. Put it into one pack, have it be this is your pre-order DLC. But most importantly, make sure it's not already on the disc. Yeah. Most recently, Mortal Kombat X came out. Their pre-order bonus was Goro. However, the character 
and all the information is already on the physical disc. Yeah. So it feels like if you didn't pre-order it, you're paying to unlock something that you already bought. Yeah. yeah. May I? Here, here's a uh, mind-blowing idea for you, Vernon. How, how, <laughs> oh. how about a pre-order of the Game of the Year edition? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't wait. What I don't understand. <laughs> Our heads just exploded. <laughs> pre-order and get everything in advance. I'm just gonna wait plan? till the game of the year edition comes out, but I'll pre-order. I mean, it. that's yeah. That's the that's the thing now is what we're is what we're kind of is what we're kind of doing now is just like well you know I I guess I gotta wait for the for the game of the year edition because that will that and that's not even guaranteed to come with all the the pre-order DLC from all the different retailers yeah, yeah. Um, is what I found out is that, you know, that's not guaranteed anyway. Yeah. So, it, you know, in that, uh, yeah, I don't know. I like, I lost, I lost my train of thought. I had something I wanted to say <laughs> and I, I lost it. Choo choo. <laughs> well, um, I might, uh, I might sum up just by asking, uh, where do we go from here? Uh, Chris, um, do, does it get better before it gets worse? Does it get worse before it gets better? Like, do you, can you see the next terrible iteration of the pre-order that we haven't seen yet? Uh, is is there still more cynical stuff to come, or what do you think? Oh, goodness. <laughs> I don't know if I'm evil enough to come up with the next generation of evil pre-order policies, but I do want to just say this. I got this really sweet Arkham Knight Batarang mm. from GameStop, and guess how many $60 games I had to pre-order to get it? Zero. 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 I walked in and I bought it off the shelf, and it's freaking cool. Yeah. So you don't have to lock collectibles behind a video game pre-order. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to. They want, want just, to yeah. because they're smart. <laughs> but yeah, I, no, you're I, right. Right. Okay. So the next iteration of the pre-order process comes from. Uh, hmm. I, I really like the idea of pre-ordering the game of the year edition. <laughs> Like, all I can think of is like that's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a, I, can, I can see that happening. Like we're so sure I, this game is going to be game of the year. It got the best, like best new game from E3. Pre-order the game of the year edition hey, now and get all the DLC in next they, year. They're so up. presumptuous. That, I said that completely as a joke, but they are so presumptuous. I can believe that happening. So I can oh, see absolutely. that. Yeah, the, the, and that confidence. Um, or that that faux confidence would draw people in. Yeah. Well, and just the – I mean, look at how cynical we are. all are. We all are. We know which games are going to have the Game of the Year editions before they even come out because every, because the, the companies that release them have the same habits. They do the same thing time after time. It's like clockwork. You know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone else with any uh, crazy ideas that may in fact be just crazy enough to, to work? Uh, I, I got one. What do you think? Um, all games being episodic. So we have The Walking Dead. We have The Wolf Among Us. Um, I'm sure you know the, at least the majority of us have played either of those. Um, Telltale does a good job in you know creating that suspense and stuff like that and making you want more. And that whole that whole I guess vague thing of your choices quote unquote mattering. Yeah. So in that. Um, you know, you kind of want to see where it goes and, you know, what other choices can I make and how can, how else can I be the center of the universe in this game? Chopping it up and, you know, making each episode, I don't know, 10 bucks, having six episodes, that's $60 right there over the course of, you know, six months or, or a full year or something like that. I, I could see that being a thing. I, I'm not sure if that's positive or negative, but that's, that's an idea. I think it fits some genres better than others. Like, a, I don't, a, like an FPS in uh, episodes, hard to picture that. A strategy game. 
or hard an to open picture world that open world open world might work if the different I, I don't know i think no, that, that would i think you're nuts. limited by <laughs> <laughs> me too i think you're kind of limited by genre um but you know i but it I, could that's happen a good more, point. More. I, I could see it happening um yeah but and, and although yeah although i think that what could really make things good make the game good <laughs> yeah finish it finish the game <laughs> before it comes out push it back if you have to we will wait new ips i don't know i mean the the, the last guardian is kind of i lost all interest in that game uh, you know <laughs> years ago um you know when they kept going back and forth between is it going to be coming out soon is it going to be canceled oh it's canceled no that's not true we're still in development on it okay so i lost interest with that new ips maybe not so much but tried and true franchises halo um that's off the top of my head uh you know you could go with uh you can go with mass effect you can go with established franchises fallout like we were saying before um people will Grand wait. Theft Auto. Grand oh, yeah, Theft Auto. years we, apart we will wait five to seven years if, mm -hmm. if need be um but we will wait as long as you're working on it and stuff like that don't push it back three months and say that you're working on quality because <laughs> nine times out of ten you're not working on quality I, you know what what else do you it takes and keep in mind, I'm, I don't work in game development. I don't necessarily 100% know what goes into making a game. And I have nothing but respect for the people that do so and make a living off of it. Because that that's creativity right there on a level that I wish I had. However, um, there's planning that goes into it. You, you, there's budgeting and stuff like that. You know essentially how long it's going to take you unless you're slacking off every day and putting your feet up you know when the game's going to be done and if there are challenges and stuff like that that you'll need to pay attention to mm. in order to make it work but you know if you're uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I, I'm getting i'm getting a little heated right now um okay. but it, you know if you're if you're siphoning off different pieces and stuff like that and if if every retailer wants a piece of the pie and so that you're developing special DLC specifically for that retailer, like Batman Arkham Knight. There's a chart, there's a GIF online that you can look up to that basically maps out all of the DLC from all of the different retailers, some of which you have to wonder, why wasn't it in the main game? So instead of doing that, make the game good, finish it. Include as much as you can in there. That way, we're not feeling like we're ripped off and we're not feeling like we have to make a choice between whether to buy it at Walmart or Target or the infamous GameStop. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. not necessarily, you know, a hard thing, I don't think. Yeah. Hey, I've got one. I think uh... the biggest problem that they have is it's a matter of being, in my opinion, short-sighted. They don't care about if they take a little extra time, put a little extra polish on it, it's going to make money in the long run. They want to just hit it and quit it. They want that quick buy. So they're gonna shut. They're gonna. They're gonna shove it out right. the door. They're gonna shove it out the door, no matter how it is. Battlefield Four comes to mind immediately. Doesn't Man, matter if it's ready yet. It, they have to hit their launch dates. So they're gonna shove it out the door, and then they can just fix Mass it later. Three too. And and yes. three, exactly. <laughs> and as Mr. V Tongue on YouTube says, get the hits out, get them out on time. That's what they care about. Yeah. That's right. Um, I just thought of one final ridiculous one. Uh, how about a how about a Half Life Three pre-order? We're not even admitting we're working on it. We'll get angry at you if you bring it up. But just in case we are working on it, we'll take your sixty bucks. And we'll, if we ever get around to it, we know you're good for one. So, well, to be fair, I never thought I'd see a Shenmue Three. <laughs> so Half Life Three is always a possibility. Well, um, thank you all for your time. Uh, 
we'll uh we'll we'll i'm i know we're going to come back to pre-orders eventually <laughs> oh yeah it'll come back happen again. yeah it will happen um and, when Half-Life 3 and, is confirmed. And we'll final. be there. <laughs> yeah. And we'll be there when it is. So thank you all. Uh, we'll forego the usual uh, post-discussion festivities tonight uh, because I didn't have a pre-order quiz in mind. And <laughs> uh, I don't know that there's a quiz there, to be honest. So, uh, Well, thanks again to everybody uh, for, for joining me tonight. Um, as I set up the top of the show... Um, We've got uh, a thriving uh, Twitter feed that you can follow us at, at Enthusiax if you want to see what we've been up to. Our YouTube channel where all the video content resides, uh, Channel Enthusiax. We've got a forum uh, where you can join in uh, the discussions up in the top right-hand corner at Enthusiax.com if you want to join any discussions there. Our email address for this podcast is pointstreak at Enthusiax.com if you have any questions, feedback, or suggestions or suggestions for show ideas. Thanks again to my guests, and uh, thank you for listening, and join us again on another episode of Point Strength. Thank you, guys. Thank Thanks. you.